Lowe's knows you'll do it right to find the right gifts for dad this Father's Day. We do it right, too, with deals that'll make dad as proud as his perfectly seared steak and his perfectly manicured lawn. Now get a Charbroil 4-Burner Advantage Series gas grill for just $169 and pick up your choice of Craftsman gas or electric string trimmer for only $99 each. Make this Father's Day his best one yet. And do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Charbroil offer valid through 612. Craftsman offer valid through 619 U.S. only. Hello, Grinders, and welcome to the Daily Fantasy Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Travis Mangone, here to break down the day, the games for you guys on this awesome Friday. Uh, really love Friday slates. If you guys listen to my content and you listen every Friday, you know how much I like Fridays because we get 15 games, right? Get such different uh, ownership on uh, these types of slates. It's great for cash games. You don't feel like you have so much overlap and not really fighting 2v2s and 3v3s. And then uh, in tournaments, you can just play whatever you want, it feels like at times. So uh, love these type of slates. Really excited to dive on in. But before we do that, let's get a word from Buffalo Wild Wings. We'll admit we often go overboard with our limited time offerings. We just can't help ourselves, though. Take our signature sampler for $15. You get wings and three shareable options like fried pickles or cheese curds. And then there's our apti named over-the-top nachos, a literal mountain of crispy tortilla chips loaded with your choice of pulled pork or honey barbecue, grilled chicken, corn, jalapenos, and more. Then to top it all off with our new platinum margarita. Go overboard with us today at Buffalo Wild Wings. Wings, beer, sports. So yeah, guys, awesome slate, like I said before. Really awesome slate overall. Really excited to talk about it too. And uh, we have some nice arms as well. We got some good hitting spots. And uh, yeah, I'm really excited to talk about it. No course field that we have to worry about too on the slate. So if you're not a course fan, uh, that's fine. Sometimes you feel like you get forced into those plays. So I can't wait to talk about it. So let's dive right in, guys. Uh, Tampa Bay Rays, New York Yankees is a nine total. And we got Nathan Uvalde going up against Jonathan Lowe. I don't know how to say his name. Loisiga? I'm not sure. He's a young guy. Really talented pitcher. The problem is his pitch count, though. Uh, we'll talk about Uvalde first of all. I pulled the pitch count, though. Uh, he's a guy, you know, a little, little revenge. He used to be a Yankee. So uh, that'll be fun to see him pitching out there against his former team. But I have no interest. Uh, I have more interest in the Yankees bats looking at some of these lefties towards the top of the lineup like Gardner, Didi, of course, Judge and Stanton, they're, they're perfectly fine plays too, and Gary Sanchez. Uh, if you want to load up on some Yankees, uh, certainly a good idea. If Vegas agrees as well. They have a great total there, uh, you know, 5.39, obviously something that we have to like a lot on this slate. It's also worth noting, Yankees, they have the second highest total on this slate. They're minus 200 favorites. Uh, we expect them to, uh, you know, put up some runs today. So uh, don't miss out on that offense. It's always an offense you kind of want to get some exposure to at today's day. I don't think you really want to miss out on that. Uh, now let's talk about this uh, new guy, and uh, we'll just call him Jonathan uh, to make it easy. But so uh, Alan Lem, uh, you can follow him at Alan. It's A L L A N Lem L E M, and then DFS. You can follow him over there. He tweeted out the uh, pitch count. He said Yankees rookie Jonathan, you know what his name is, uh, Losiga, uh, has made ten minor league starts this season, but only topped eighty pitches in four of them. Here are his pitch counts this season in order from. 
earliest start to most recent. 64, 63, 87, 83, 89, 84, 63, 77, 77, and 49. So I worry about the pitch count. The guy's a really young, talented guy. People might see his price and say, hey, I want to really play this guy. He's a, a great option here. And, you know, you look at the raise run total at 3.69. It's certainly appealing, certainly something you, you kind of see and you're like, man, this cheap of a guy going up against this total. If you don't really dive into anything, you think he's a great play. But uh, I kind of just think I have to take the wait and see approach. It's tough because I just don't know what his pitch count is unless I get word that his pitch count is great. But uh, I think we need to take that wait and see approach here with him. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's the, what we should do. And this Rays offense, they get a nice ballpark bump in the Yankee Stadium, too. That's obviously something to watch for as well. I'm sure, like, a guy like Jacob Bowers, he's going to be probably towards the top of the lineup. If you want to take a shot on him, I wouldn't hate that because uh, he's a really good lefty with some power in a park that's uh, really good for lefty power. Makes some sense to go with him, but I wouldn't go too crazy with Rays bats. Let's go to the next game. We got the Cincinnati Reds. We got the Pittsburgh Pirates. It's a nine total. We got Matt Harvey going against Chad Cool. And, you know, pitching is, there's some good pitching on this slate towards the top for sure. There's no spots where I'm absolutely in love with her. There's absolute smash spots, right? It's not like a Max Scherzer against the White Sox or anything like that. Uh, So... I kind of considering Chad Cool a little bit. I think is a really interesting tournament play that we should be considering. Going up against a Reds team that strikes out a ton, and the Reds get a huge ballpark downgrade going into uh, you know PNC Park. I think that this is a good spot to take some shot on uh, Chad Cool in tournaments. I debated could I do it in cash games, but it's too big of a slate where there's it's too much risk to do that, especially with all the lefties that they can throw out there. When Chad Cool has a lot of lefty problems, right? They can put out Shev. They're probably gonna put out the Shevler, Barnhart, Votto, Jeanette. Uh, you know, Suarez probably fifth, and then Winker sixth. Then you got, uh, you know, Hamilton at the bottom. I mean, Hamilton's not that great, but still, I mean, there's a lot of lefties in there, so I don't know. The other issue you can have too is the Reds like to run a little bit, and uh, you know, Cervelli's really bad at holding runners on, so there can be issues with that as well with the Pirates. So overall, I think Cool has a lot of upside here because of the strikeouts that he can get, but there is risk with what the Reds can do, so uh, just keep it strictly tournaments if you want to take a shot on him. On the opposite side, Matt Harvey, uh, you know, I I look at Matt Harvey here, and uh, he's a guy I think we want to be looking to target, and uh, the Pirates have a, uh, you know, 4.8 implied total. Uh, I like to target Matt Harvey most times. I'm looking to target him here again. I think guys like Austin Meadows, Corey Dickerson, Colin Moran, a lot of these lefties are really good plays here. Uh, Curious to see what lineup they put out there, because it's, uh, you know, they're putting some of these younger guys out there, and like guys like Josh Bell and and Polanco have really moved down in the order, were guys that earlier in the season, we were playing a lot more uh, at least i was playing a little bit of them so uh i do think that uh these pirates are gonna be interesting kind of have to see what the lineup shakes up to be uh before i get my exposure against harvey but he's certainly someone that i would like to target against on this slate uh next game up miami marlins baltimore Orioles. this is an eight and a half total we got jose urena against kevin gaussman and uh yeah this is definitely gonna be uh, hurting jose urena going into this baltimore park i think some of these orioles can be really interesting on this slate urena is a guy that we definitely like to target a little bit uh you know he's not a complete gas cam but he's he's not a good uh not a good pitcher uh he's definitely had ha- gotten you know 51 percent gra- ground balls this season which is obviously something that's been good uh and this orioles offense they they do have a lot of power at times uh his struggles have been more against the lefties uh, a little bit right now if you're looking he's giving hard contact against both sides of the plate but the ground ball is what's really helping him so uh and he's not really walking people right 5.4 percent uh 
Yeah, so I don't know. It's weird because I don't like playing Orioles, but um, Urena's probably not as bad as I, I, was, I was thinking. I pulled a plate IQ, and I don't know. He's someone that I've been targeting this year, but I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't be targeting as much, but especially in this kind of matchup. Like, if he's playing against, like, a, a good team, I want to target Urena, I feel like, but this, this Orioles team is bad. I really hate this team a lot. So maybe I'll just keep it strictly to, like, if a Jace Peterson's at the top, take a shot on him and just pick one-offs, right? I don't think this is a spot I want to stack, guys, because, again, worried about the uh, you worry about the ground balls of the arena on top of that. you do He doesn't walk as many guys, so you're not getting as many runners on when you're getting those home runs. So I think we're just going to take shots on Machado and Jones, and then maybe if you need Peterson as a cash game play, if he's hitting at the top, they always do some random things, right? It could be Ricard, but it's probably Peterson today is uh, my guess. So uh, maybe just take some shots on some solo home runs, and that's kind of where I'm going to uh, keep it. And looking at kind of the plate IQ numbers a little bit, it seems like it's the uh, it's the better route to go. And Machado's definitely got a really good spot here. Uh, so yeah, and Pedro Alvarez, if you need a cheapie, uh, he, he looks like he's going to uh, line up pretty well here against Urena. So uh, that, that wraps up this game, though. I, I mean, Gaussman he's he's perfectly fine i don't want to play him against the marlins though it just seems like uh you kind of you just don't play him today and you don't play the, the batters if i played any batter it's bored because it's a lefty in a better ballpark for hitters so uh, i'll keep it really simple like that next game up washington nationals toronto blue jays is a nine and a half total and we got gio gonzalez against aaron sanchez and as you guys know, I like Geo probably more than most people, but I can't do Geo today uh, against this Toronto Blue Jays lineup where they are really good against uh, lefties. Uh, you know, they're going to get really righty heavy. It causes a lot of problems for Geo. So I'm going to stay away. I just don't think it's necessary. If you want to take some shots on some of these guys, I wouldn't hate it. Like Teoscar Hernandez, who's been crushing the ball, or like a Justin Smoke. I don't want to go crazy. I think Geo's still a good pitcher. I don't see this as a spot where I want to go crazy with Blue Jays, but if you want to take a shot on some of that uh, power, uh, righties on the Blue Jays. I wouldn't uh, argue against that. On the opposite side, the Nationals against Aaron Sanchez. This looks like a great spot for Nationals bats, especially these lefties going with like Eaton, Bryce Harper, uh, Juan Soto, Daniel Murphy, Matt Adams. I mean, this is a great spot for Nationals. They have an implied total of five. I think they're one of the uh, more interesting stacks on the board today. I feel like they've been going overlooked throughout this season. Like, it doesn't seem like, you know, most days it's like the Red Sox are chalky, the Yankees, the Astros, kind of those offenses. And it seems like the Nationals don't get much love and respect. And now this offense is getting better. I think they're going to start getting into a real heater soon here where they're just blowing up every single day. And uh, Aaron Sanchez is a solid spot to start doing that. So uh, I like the chances here for the Nationals offense. I think they're a really good tournament stacking. And guys, you can get some exposure to it in your cash games as long as the price is right. Next game up, we have the Minnesota Twins, Cleveland Indians. This is an eight total. And we got Kyle Gibson against Corey Kluber. And, you know, Kluber is an obvious favorite, you know, minus 207 against this Twins team. You know, the Twins have one of the lowest totals on the slate. This should be a phenomenal spot for Kluber. He's someone to consider in cash games. It really depends on the price and how you compare it to some of these other guys, I think. You know, on Fantasy Draft, we had Kluber at 25.2K. Then we get Kluber over on DraftKings at uh, yeah 13.6K. And then on Fandle, we get him at 12K. So it kind of depends on how you compare him to the field. I'm going back and forth because he's $2,000 more than James Paxton. And I know Paxton doesn't have the best spot against the Red Sox, right? If I'm thinking, uh, what offense do I want Paxton against? 
it's not normally the Red Sox, right? That's definitely uh, one of the last teams I would be picking. But Paxton's been phenomenal, and he gets a really nice discount. So, I don't know. I'm kind of thinking I might go the Paxton route right now, but I'm still torn. Uh, I'm going back and forth about it. Kluber against the Twins. Obviously, it's a pretty, you know, pretty good spot for him just because, you know, it's Corey Kluber. He has a ton of K upside. Uh, he's been getting a little hit, hit a little hard this year. That's definitely something to be worried about. Uh, against lefties, 35.4%. Against righties at 39.2%. Uh, the ISO, you know, the ISO and Woba are, are fine. Uh, you know, I wish it could be a little lower, but they're fine. Uh, and he's got a K percentage of 27.5% and has an XFIP of 281. So Kluber's in play for me. It's just he's expensive. Do I want to pay up? Am I able to pay up? Kind of have to see how the lineups go out there, and he's definitely one of the top uh, tournament plays and cash game plays. Uh, Roll point wise on the slate, just depends uh, how it fits your build uh, and everything, and how it fits with your stacks, how it fits with the bats that you have. So, uh, yeah, that definitely is going to be important to look at. So, like Kluber, can't really just say he's like my lock and load cash guy of the day. It's one of those where I need to see lineups still and kind of uh, wait and see because right now I'm liking packs and lineups more, but I could end up going to Kluber ones for sure, too. Next game up. Actually, we got to talk about Kyle Gibson. My bad. So Kyle Gibson, uh, he's not as bad of a pitcher as uh, people think. Uh, I don't know if we, I don't know if everyone's adjusted to that, but I was, uh, you know, I was a little ahead on that one. So uh, I was happy to be uh, ahead. People were still stacking Kyle Gibson when I, you know, was reading stuff on the arm slot and all that stuff, and I just was, didn't think that Kyle Gibson was as bad as others. So I'm gonna keep staying away. I'm not stacking the Indians here. Sure, the Indians are phenomenal offense. If you like the Indians. I think you can get away with it right there. Again, in that kind of category of the Yankees, the Astros, they're really a really good offense with really good hitters, and they can hit any pitcher at any time. But I just don't think that Gibson's a guy that I want to go out of my way to pick on. And paying those high prices, I just don't think it's too necessary for me. So I'm going to stay away from the Indians and this game in general, unless it's Corey Kluber, because I'm not playing any twins against Kluber as well. Next game up, we got Clayton Richard against Brandon McCarthy. This is an eight and a half total, and this is Padres against the Braves. Obviously, a uh, you know a game that could have some runs in it. Uh, I could see you know Brandon McCarthy also pitching a decent outing for a cheap price tag if you need to. I mean. It seems like, you know, we got guys like Anibal Sanchez pitching phenomenal against the Padres. When I saw that yesterday, I, I mean, I knew the Padres are bad against righties, but it was just another reminder, like, anything goes when it's a righty against the Padres. It's kind of similar to the White Sox. So uh, definitely think you can consider Brandon McCarthy as a cheap tournament option, you know, on this big slate. If you're, you know, building 150 lineups, uh, definitely think getting some exposure to him is not a bad idea. Uh, Clayton Richard on the opposite side, I don't think I want to play. Uh, the problem is the Braves, they really don't strike out a ton. Uh, I took a shot with Tyson Ross yesterday, just thinking the more real-life talented pitcher could maybe have a chance, but it's just there are not a lot of Ks there. That's the problem, and uh, it was on a four-game slate, and I thought it would be contrarian, but, uh, man, it just uh, kind of, not, not that Tyson Ross did bad, but, you know, six innings pitch only had four strikeouts, and that's the Braves for you. Like, that happens. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I took a shot in it for low ownership, and it didn't go my way, but what can you do? Not going to do that with Clayton Richard either today, but I do have some interest in these bats. Uh, looking at, like, these righties over here against Richard, uh, definitely think you have to have interest in Swanson at the top, and Albie's like, this is a solid spot where I don't think the value's amazing on this side of the ball. I think it's more so a stack spot. Just go all in and stack these guys up. Uh, go with that one through five. I think they could be a really interesting way to go. And uh, Freeman, I mean, I don't care if it's his lefty. He'll go absolutely under own. Marquez has hit lefties well this year. One guy I do think is a pretty good value is Kurt Suzuki. Uh, like on FanDuel, you can get him at 2.7K. Let's see what he's elsewhere. Yeah, DraftKings 3.4K. It's fine. And then uh, 6.4K on Fantasy Draft, which is, you know, no one plays catchers over on Fantasy Draft. So you can get him at a pretty good, uh, you know, price tag. And Danzu Swanson, 7.3 on Fantasy Draft. Definitely good price tags 
around the industry on some of these guys. So I think some of these Braves bats are interesting. And then I have no interest in the Padres bats at all. Just don't think they're necessary. I only like playing Padres bats really against uh, left-handed pitching. That's when my interest really goes up on that team in general. Let's move on to the next game. We got the Colorado Rockies, the Texas Rangers. This is a 10.5 total. Chad Bettis going against Yohander Mendez, and this is in Texas. Uh, with the uh, you know hot weather being 95 degrees, it should be a game that we definitely look to target here. This game might not be in cores, but it's got the total to be in cores. This is definitely a game that we should be looking to target. It's going to be one you want to load up on and get a ton of exposure to. So don't miss out on this game at all, guys. Uh, this is one that you definitely want to uh, load up on today on the slate. So uh, first look at it, you know, when you look at these guys, the bats, uh, the lefties, uh, you know, or the, let's just say the righties on the uh, Rockies are going to be interesting, right? Going against a lefty. So you have to like, no, I mean, Nolan Arenado, if you can spend up on him when he, whenever he's against a lefty, especially in these kind of hitting environments you want Nolan Arenado you want Trevor Story those are two guys are my favorite plays in this game I want to look to get exposure to they're just really expensive so do we have the money for it we got to try our best to jam them in if we can I also like DJ LeMayu at the top he's always a great cash game option uh Price is a little up though, uh, 3.7k on FanDuel DraftKings 4.6k and then we get let's see uh, fancy draft again at 9.4 I kind of would just rather go Nolan Arenado instead, like in story. So I think I'll prioritize them over LeMahieu just because the price uh, is perfectly fine to get up to those other guys. So I like going with uh, the Arenado and story route more. Uh, those are my two favorite bats in this game uh, where you can get Noel Cuevas. I think it's a really nice cheap option. You can go to a Noel Cuevas is interesting. Ian Desmond, uh, these readies are really good plays. And then Chris Iannetta, don't be afraid to play him over on Fantasy Draft, guys. Uh, he may be a catcher, but he's still a pretty good hitter. And if he's in that lineup, he has some upside. I, I think it's a way to be contrarian with your Rocky stack. Like if you just go Arenado, Story, Desmond, Cuevas, and, and Ionetta, if that's what the Roto-Grinders current projected lineup is, the three through seven, uh, that'll be contrarian right there, leaving the one through two off. So uh, I think that's a really interesting route to go. If that's the case, if that's the lineup that we have on our Roto-Grinders projected page, I kind of like that being my five-man stack on uh, on whatever set you're playing on. So uh, I think that's a perfectly good route to go. But Aaron Otto and Story are the guys I really want to load in. And then uh, Cuevas, it, he could have got a really good lineup spot and be a, an interesting value that you can get in there. So yeah, look for that. Uh, Texas side of the ball, I, I really like Adrian Beltre. I think he's going to be an option that I look to uh, in that cleanup spot. Uh, I think he's a perfectly good option that you want to get some exposure to. And these, some of these lefties too, I, I don't want to overlook them either. I mean, since you Chu does have an expensive price tag, but uh, he's someone that you can definitely look to. Uh, it's not as cheap as it used to be, but he's still a good play. You get Nomar Mazzara too, hitting in that three spot. He's a great option for, that has some power. Joey Gallo. I'm really looking to those, uh, those guys like Mazzara, Beltre, uh, Profar, and Gallo in the middle of that order. I really like those guys. And then if you needed Odor for cheap, uh, he's a cheap power option. That makes some sense. Uh, could help round out your stacks to help you get into better pitcher. Could obviously, uh, you know, if you don't like second base, which I don't like second base most days, uh, I could see him maybe falling into my lineup as like, a last spot if he helps make everything work and just hope for that uh, home run uh, shot because uh, I know he's very boom bust but uh, yeah this is a game you want to get a ton of exposure to it has a Coors vibe to it so uh, yeah it's not Coors right where you feel forced to but I definitely think I do want some exposure to this game I, if I was playing tournaments I'd be overweight on them uh, for sure and then uh, cash games I'm going to look to get some exposure to these guys I don't feel like I have to jam it in like Coors but I, I do have interest in this game it's one that you want to try your best to get uh, a good amount of exposure to Next game up, we got the Detroit Tigers. We got the Chicago White Sox. And this is Mike Fires against Ronaldo Lopez. And uh, eight and a half total here. White Sox have a 4.44 implied total, which uh, is 
pretty good for them, right? We never see them with, with good totals, and uh, we'll see. I'm curious if that trends upward throughout the day. I feel like I could see it trending upward, but we'll have to, you know, monitor that. But I kind of like the White Sox as a, a really, uh, you know, low-owned, interesting stack. Like, people just don't like to play them that much. They like to play them more against lefties, too. And Fires, he has his struggles, and he has his struggles against uh, righty power at times, too. So guys like Jose Abreu are interesting. I mean, Moncada is always interesting, and he's towards the top of the lineup. Uh, Matt Davidson, he's got some pop. Uh, and then I don't mind even taking some shots on, like, the lefties, too. Like I said, he just gives a lot of uh, – he gives us some power. Power to raise, which can be a, a problem for fires. So I like the White Sox lineup. I think they're going to be an, uh, an interesting stack that you maybe get for cheap, right? If you're jamming in pitchers, sometimes you look for that cheap stack that helps make things work. I feel like the the, uh, the White Sox could fall under that. I mean, if you're looking at their team on fantasy draft, not one player is priced over 7.5k on DraftKings. Your most expensive player is Jose Abreu at 4k. Uh, on FanDuel, your most expensive player is 3.3k Jose Abreu. Again. You need a cheap stack, right? You're playing an expensive pitcher. You need one that's that's really cheap. White Sox is a great route to go. Uh, sometimes I always look for that. Almost every slate I look for, if I spend up a pitcher, who's the cheap stack I would go with? Right now, it's looking to be the White Sox. But uh, haven't built a ton of lineup, so don't know for sure if that's the route I would go. But I always like to look for that cheap stack that I would really fall in love with. Uh, that if I was jamming in a pitcher, uh, who would I go with? And I kind of think that's the route I'm looking to right now. Uh, on the opposite side with the Tigers against Ronaldo Lopez, you know, I think if you take some shots on called uh, Candelario, who's really cheap on FanDuel, 2.9K. Uh, he's a little more expensive on DraftKings at 4.1 and 8.5 on Fantasy Draft. I don't love those price tags, but FanDuel, I think 2.9K is interesting. You take some shots on maybe a Castellanos, like Victor Martinez is cheap. More so on FanDuel is where I'm liking the Tigers. I don't like their prices in other spots too much. I guess DraftKings, if you want a cheap pitcher, you could go with Victor Martinez at 2.9K, but I don't love him. Like Martin is 4.7 on DraftKings when he's 3.4 on like That's expensive too. I don't know. I just maybe more so take a shot on a couple of these guys on FanDuel and that's it. It. Just uh, don't like their prices on all the other sites. Uh, I do target Lopez a little bit, but I know Lopez is going to be a guy who's going to start getting good soon. Uh, he definitely has had his struggles throughout this year, but I am buying him in the long run. I do think he's going to be a guy that's going to be a pretty good pitcher. I know he's had his struggles, but uh, he's going to find it at some point. Don't know when, but uh, he's one of those guys where we can take a shot on in tournaments. We can also still target in tournaments, I think. Next game up, we got the Philadelphia Phillies and the Milwaukee Brewers. This is an eight and a half total with Jake Arrieta against Brent Suter. And, uh, you know, Brewers have a pretty nice total. Like, uh, first look at this game without even looking at totals. I, I thought Arietta would maybe get a little more respect, but four and a half is uh, really respecting this Brewers lineup because they have a lot of pop here. And uh, for good reason, though, the more, you, you know, kind of think about it, Arietta, he's a guy that uh, we might, you know, we like to, to kind of think he's a better real life pitcher but he's definitely declined a little bit and he's not a guy i want to target a ton but when he's going against an offense like the brewers i think they make sense in tournaments because of the amount of boom bust uh, upside that they have if there's a guy i definitely want to take a shot on i think if i picked one brewer here it'd be eric thames he's got a pretty decent price tag he hits the uh, fastball sinker pretty well which is one of uh, ariana's primary pitches i think we could take a shot on him and uh, you know any of his other lefties right like travis shaw is pretty good uh, Yelich, these lefties could definitely have it, you know, their way with him a little. I do think that, uh, I do think that this is a good spot for Brewers bats here. So, uh, more so a stack stack for me, or maybe take like just Thames as a one-off. Uh, I think that that's kind of the approach I'll take with the Brewers, uh, on the outside with the Phillies. 
you know, against Suter, I don't want to really stack him up. I just think I'm going to pick some guys out here and there. Maybe a Kingery where you can get him cheap. If I think that's, uh, you know, a good price, I'll, I'll go with him. Uh, I think Hoskins is a really good play. I, I like him against a lefty anytime. So I'll take some shots on him. Maybe a cheap Althea if I need to, but I'm not going too crazy with Philly's bats. Mainly Hoskins is a one-off is my favorite option here. Next game up, John Lester against Michael Waka. We got the Cubs Cardinals, eight total here. And uh, yeah, I don't love this game. Feels like, uh, you know, decent pitchers are going up against each other. You know, the bats don't go crazy. The pitchers don't go crazy. Maybe the cross-off game of the slate. The more I think about it, it's a 91 degrees in that game, though. Obviously good for hitting. Uh, could obviously help that a ton. And maybe since Lester has his blow-up issues, if you think it's an interesting play, you load up on the Cardinals. Uh, they have a lot of righties. I could see that obviously being interesting with all that righty power. You know, with Bader, Fam, Ozuna, uh, Jayarko, Molina, Voigt. Like, those guys could be interesting if you want to go crazy with them. And even throw Carpenter in there if you think Lester gets blown up. But uh, I don't know. I don't love this game. It's one more. One I'm thinking I would probably end up crossing off. If you tell me to take a Cub, I'll probably take Rizzo against Waka. Now that's what I would do. And then if I, I picked any Cardinals, uh, I'd probably decide, hey, I'm not going to pick one off. So I'm just going to stack them up against Lester if I end up doing that. Or maybe Bader. As a, if, if I get Bader for cheap at the top, uh, I could see that being interesting if I need that value in the outfield. But I don't love this game. It's definitely one of the uh, one of the lesser appealing games on the slate. Next game up, Houston Astros, Kansas City Royals. We got a nine total here in hot Kansas City. It is going to be 93 degrees out, very hot, and the wind blowing out to left field. I think this is a game that we're definitely going to get some exposure to. 5.37 run total here, and the Royals are throwing out there Jacob Junis. And Junis hasn't been great this year. He hasn't been a complete gas can. I mean, the XPIP's at 4.35, but he's had nice K numbers at 22.6%. The walks are down at 56 uh, he's getting a fly ball percentage of 41 and then the hard contact he's given up uh, against righties he's given up 37.2 percent and then against lefties he's given up or sorry I got that wrong the hard contact is 39.5 percent and then against uh, lefties it's 35.2 percent he's given up a ton of fly balls too he's definitely had his struggles uh, you know not a complete gas can but definitely a pitcher that we can target on this slate and uh, get some exposure against uh, it just depends on how the prices fit I think on these guys uh, they're obviously if you want to stack up the Astros they're a great stack here they have uh the highest implied total on the slate uh look at look at some of the prices though I mean on FanDuel specifically let's see what we have here I mean Gurriel's 3k a nice value you're getting all those Astros at the top the Springer Bregman Altuve's Correa's they're all above 4k if you want to spend on them you're gonna have to spend on them they're obviously good plays though Reddick uh Reddick Gurriel and Gaddis uh Gaddis a little expensive but uh if we get Reddick or Gurriel in the five hole whichever one's there I'd probably have more interest in uh, but I do think both them guys in the five and six are, are solid value plays that you can maybe get in there. And a Brian McCann too, where you can get him cheap. Maybe if you wanted to go like a, say you're going like a Springer, Bregman, and Altuve route. Uh, if you threw him McCann, maybe that can help you get in another pitcher. Wouldn't mind that with like the wraparound if he's towards the bottom. Uh, let's see Giraffe Kings. We've got any values here. Uh, now we So the, the main core four at the top, they're all 4.5K and above. Then you get Reddick at 3.3, Gurriel at 3.8, Gaddis 3.9, McCann 3K. So very similar to Fandle over there. And then fantasy draft, we got looks like uh, we're getting a little bit of a discount on uh, George Springer at 8.9. It seems like you know uh, Altuve's 10-1. He's the most expensive. If I was stacking on there, and I say I left off one of these guys, it's probably Altuve just because he's uh, you know 1K more than the other guys in Springer, Bregman, and Correa. And then uh, yeah, I like the obviously there's a 
I think I think Reddick's probably my favorite value here if I if I get forced to pick, uh, and I'm hoping he gets that five spot over Guriel. But I do think Guriel could be a really good play too. Uh, yeah, on the Royal side of the ball, opposite, they're going against Charlie Morton. Charlie Morton, I think, really gets lost on this slate, and for good reason, going against a team that doesn't strike out a ton. On top of that, the pitching weather is not ideal, and uh, yeah, Charlie Morton's expensive. I'd just rather go Kluber or Paxson instead, so uh, no Charlie Morton for me. Even in tournaments, I just don't think it's worth taking a shot on. I know he's been really talented this year and phenomenal, but I'm just going to stay away, and uh, this game is just mainly Astros bats for me. Next game on the slate, we have the Los Angeles Angels, the Oakland Athletics. Eight and a half total here with Tyler Skaggs going up against Chris Bassett. Uh, yeah, you know, these these West Coast games kind of get overlooked at times. Uh, the weather's not as great as it gets hotter and hotter. Uh, you know, it's a little bit cooler out there right now, and it's hotter. It's like, you know, 30 degrees hot in other areas. So, obviously, I like the weather, and uh, I don't love the weather as much in this spot. I just think it's a game I, I just don't love as much. I think the Angels are a perfectly fine stack. Uh, if you want to stack them up, I get it. They're a really talented offense. Going up against Chris Bassett, I think it makes sense, uh, but I don't know. I, I just think there's other offenses I prefer instead. I do think because I'm I'm going to the you know I said I'm going to Mammoth to do some betting today. Uh, I'm going after lock though, so I kind of have to uh, pick my you know pick basically the late games because I don't know if I'm going to get there in time to pull off the eight o'clock one. So I'm really only looking to make my bets on like the nine thirty five games and later's at least as of right now, I might look at some eight o'clock games. But I just don't know if I'll make it in time. Depends how the traffic is. So, uh, I'm about 45 minutes away and you never know how traffic can be on a Friday night with all the people going down the shore. But, uh, I think the angels are going to be a team. I bet tomorrow. I think they definitely win this game. I, I, I just don't know if in DFS, they're not as great options for me. Uh, I just don't think it's the the best spot on the board. I mean, I know there's been some struggles for Bassett, right? Uh, he's it's it's a it's a small number, but uh, he's get, get had to give up some hard contact against right. He's at sixty percent. Uh, definitely, think it's a great spot for Mike Trout, right? You can get him totally under own. He's expensive around the industry, but uh, I think this is more of a spot. I'm just gonna bet the Angels tomorrow. That's how I'll get my exposure to this game. But if you want to stack him up, I wouldn't hate it. And then the opposite side, Tyler Skaggs is a really good real life pitcher. I don't think this is a day to target the A's, so uh, I will pass on them. Next game up, New York Mets, Arizona Diamondbacks. We got an eight total here. And uh, yeah, this is another one I think I might bet against my Mets tomorrow. Uh, Pains me to say, but uh, the Mets are not that good of a team. And Zach Godley is a solid pitcher. And on top of that, the Diamondbacks offense is crushing the ball right now. I mean, they are on a nice hot streak. I want to ride this out. Uh, I think the Diamondbacks is a great team tomorrow. I think I'm definitely betting them as well. And uh, yeah, I think you want to get exposure to some of these guys too. I mean, like Jake Lamb, it's really the lefties. Like Jake Lamb, Peralta have really nice prices on FanDuel at 3.4K and 3.1K. If you look on DraftKings, we get Jake Lamb at 4.4 and 4.6. That, that's okay prices. Uh, but, you know, I could spend like, you know, an extra little bit of money on uh, like the Coors guys and like Arenado. Well, not Coors guys, the Rockies guys, I should say. And Arenado and Story. I know they're at different positions, but well, or Arenado's not. But uh, I just rather spend 500 more for Arenado and uh you know find that extra money for story that's kind of how I would just rather spend my money on DraftKings specifically and then over on fantasy draft their price tags are okay but FanDuel is where I really think that the Diamondbacks are more interesting I think that they're in play John Ryan Murphy too I mean he's been crushing the ball this year even though it's ready righty that's fine and same with Goldschmidt uh he's been on a nice hot streak so I think this is a great offense to even stack up to uh curious if the roof is open right if that roof is open that could help too I know the humor is there but when that roof is open it still helps the offense a little little bit so uh yeah that's definitely something to look to as well but really liking those lefties more so 
All right, last game of the slate, San Francisco Giants, Los Angeles Dodgers, eight total here. We got Ross Stripling and Derek Holland, and this is like the cheaper pitcher you might consider in cash games or you think is a really good tournament option. His price has gone up, though. FanDuel is 9.1K, DraftKings 9.8K, and then Fantasy Draft 18.7K. But Ross Stripling has been really good this season. He's really good pitcher. I think he is going to be someone against the Giants who uh, I know they're one of the hottest hitting teams right now and hitting the ball really well, but I think we have to consider. I mean, the exips at 2.79 for stripling this season, 30.1% K percentage. He got the walk rate at 4.6. I mean, it's been phenomenal what he's been doing throughout the year. So I like stripling a little bit. I'm considering it in this, uh, you know, Dodgers ballpark could obviously be uh, helpful. So yeah, Definitely think Ross Stripling is in play. Don't like any of the Giants bats. On the opposite side, Derek Holland, he's a bad pitcher, someone that we definitely uh, can be targeting this year. And uh, I like Justin Turner. A lot of these righties, right? Kemp, uh, Hernandez, Taylor. I think all these guys are really interesting plays. Uh, it's they have a 4.71 implied total here at the Dodgers. Whenever you see them with like a 4.5 or more, uh, that always uh, gets me excited, gets my uh, ears perked up and thinking that I need to get some exposure to the Dodgers because uh, that ballpark's not always the best for hitting, but as it's going to start getting hotter and hotter, this ballpark's going to heat up and get better for hitters. So, uh, you know, just be ready for that. Uh, it's only 7 degrees today, but uh, it's definitely a good spot for Dodgers bats against Derek Holland, who is not a great pitcher. All right, and I, I, I forgot there's one more game on the slate. Uh, you know, my bad there. So this is the last one uh, on the slate. We got the Boston Red Sox. We got the Seattle Mariners, and it's James Paxton against Rick Porcello. Seven total here, and don't expect a lot of runs to be scored. Paxton is a phenomenal pitcher. Him being only a minus 140 favorite, I get it. It's definitely uh, not the most ideal thing, but the Red Sox offense is one that they can not strike out a ton, but it's just... I'm kind of betting on Paxton, the guy who's just better, right? I'm betting on the pitcher against the uh, against the offense, right? And that's what you normally do in the postseason. I, it's just one of those things where pitching normally wins out against hitting. So I'm going to bet on Paxton here. I think he's a really good option. I think he's great in tournaments. I think he's uh, fine in cash games. Uh, I like his price. He's just got a better discount than Kluber. So right now I'm thinking it kind of fits my lineups a little bit better to go the Paxton route. Uh, I get it, though. I'm curious to see what the lineups the Red Sox put out there though uh there are some K's at the bottom of that order right like Rafael Devers I mean he, he's been hitting the ball better but he can definitely strike out a ton uh this lineup definitely can have his issues right are you scared of uh you know Swihart Vasquez and Sandy Leon if that's that bottom of the order especially with Nunez too like Nunez is a fine hitter he's okay but he doesn't scare you that much that Nunez Devers Swihart uh Vasquez and Leon if passing just work through that one through four enough uh, maybe he'll be okay, but obviously there's reasons to be a little bit worried, but I like Paxson. I'm going to take a shot on him. I think he's my guy like right now, but, uh, things could change. It depends on what lineups get rolled out there. And the upside, Rick Porcello, I just don't think I need to be going with the Seattle bats or Rick Porcello. Uh, if you want to do a leverage play on going Porcello and hope that you can get some, uh, upside there, but the problem is Porcello doesn't strike out a ton of guys. And he's just a better real life pitcher. And then Seattle doesn't strike out a ton. So I think it's just a nice stay away spot. Just load up on Paxson in this game and then call it a day. I think that's the best way to go so that about wraps up the slate guys uh we'll go i'll give you the uh, my favorite stack of the day now because i know you guys like hearing that on the weekend grind so i'll give you it right here right now 
My stack of the day is going to be this Rockies offense. I like them a ton here. Uh, maybe they get the pressed ownership because they're not in cores, right? Maybe, maybe we get that. I don't know if that's the case, but uh, probably not. I, I, again, it's a 15-game slate. doesn't really matter to me. I love Story and Arenado. They're going to be the core guys I build around. And I like mixing in you know, guys like Cuevas and Desmond. Uh, I do think those are going to be good guys to get some exposure to. So, uh, yeah, Cuevas. And I actually kind of missed it when I was looking at it, uh, browsing through this game. But Cuevas is only 2K on Fandle, which, uh, of course, is stupid. Don't know why he's that cheap. So uh, he'll probably be someone I'd be getting in my cash game lineups today as long as he gets a spot in the lineup. So, uh, yeah. I love this Rockies team. Going to load up on them. Uh, it's one of the better teams on today's slate. So, uh, yeah, Rocky stack is my stack of the day. Just going to load up on the righty. So, again, thanks a lot for joining us, guys. I'll be back, though, tomorrow on the weekend grind. So don't miss out on that. Uh, it'll definitely be a fun time. So thanks a lot for joining me, guys. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'll see you next time. For me, Travis Mangone, I am out of here. Pros do it right by relying on trusted brands to get the job done. Lowe's is here to help with more of those brands in stock like DeWalt and Little Giant. We stock the largest in-store selection of DeWalt power tools and accessories of any national retailer. Now save $60 on a two-pack of DeWalt 20-volt max batteries, now just $99. Plus, we now offer the Little Giant King Combo Ladder, the world's first step, extension, and leaning ladder, giving you the flexibility to do just about any job for only $159. Do it right for less. Start with Lowe's. Offer valid through 616, U.S. only. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations.